Welcome to the Organized Chaos Cafe. I'm your host, Ben Chan. I hope we can talk a bit about project leadership, transformation, and containing a bit of today's craziness. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. I just wanted to let you know that we did run into a few technical issues, so I apologize for the sound quality, but I hope you enjoy the content nonetheless. Thanks. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Organized Chaos Cafe, and today, my guest, she graduated from the Haskane School of Business from the University of Calgary with a joint major in Operations Management and Economics, and after university, she's been looking after her two kids full-time, but in 2011, her and her husband started up her first business on ACE Irrigation, and now she's also taken the role of business administrator, while her husband worked on the operational sides of the business. But in 2021, she made a bigger leap and purchased the Chugert Yummy franchise, which is based in Vancouver, and opened Calgary's very first purple rice and yogurt-based bubble tea shop. I'd like to give a very warm welcome to Van Lai to the show. Welcome. Thank you, Ben. How's it all going? I mean, you started up a restaurant business inside a Calgary. How did you even come to this decision to start up a brick and mortar food restaurant at this time? Uh, well, so I guess for a lot of people, um, starting a business during the COVID era is quite challenging. And for me, for some reason, it just kind of fell into my plan um, because we normally did a lot of traveling during the off seasons for irrigation business Uh, but because of COVID we weren't able to travel so it gave us a lot of time to reassess what we wanted to do with our life and um, we went to Vancouver Uh, we tried this uh, chukri yummy for the very first time and we just fell in love with this product and we love the branding and also the nutritional side of it as compared to the conventional bubble tea and I just found myself enjoying it a lot and when my kids had it I didn't have to have the guilt of giving them bubble tea because of all the sugar and empty calories instead I felt like you know they're actually getting some nutrition from this product and then I guess it just pushed come to shove and we just came up with a plan and then contacted the franchise sir and it just all worked out and it has been quite it has been quite of a challenge because um, like you said it's my first time doing a brick and mortar start instead of uh, irrigation where it was more home based and I did the administration work but overall it's been a really great ride and I've learned a lot and a lot about um, you know owning a business but in another way as compared to my other original form and I've met a lot of really great people and clients and um, people that were in the industry and it's been really interesting and I'm really excited to continue learning more and hopefully expand our the brand. That's really great to hear and mm-hmm. you know when you talk about the goals that you wanted to set and how sugar yummy it kind of fit into that goals what were those goals that drove you to invest in this franchise? Uh, Well, definitely the goal is, um, for me is, you know, I've never been a very healthy person. Um, We've done lots of bubble teas, and we've done a lot of, you know, sweet cakes and all that. And, And then just recognizing that for my children, <laughs> that perhaps maybe not all sugar products are great. Um, so that was one of the reasons, like I mentioned before, that brought us to this brand. You know, instead of empty calories, they're getting like great yogurt and that's got lots of um, nutrition and vitamins and all that inside. So that was the goal for my kid. Hopefully, you know, they'll drink 
things healthier. Like nowadays, you know, kids love sweets, they're drawn to it. So, so then that was one of the thing. And then recognizing that, you know, Calgary doesn't have anything like that. A lot of the drinks and bubble teas are still the conventional way. They might have yogurt drinks here and there, but I wouldn't say they're necessarily like fresh yogurt. Like all their yogurt is fresh and freshly made and reformulated and has A2 milk inside as well as pre- probiotics. So I definitely think the healthy part of it is one of our main goals is to bring that to Calgary. And another goal of mine is basically to start something that I can really expand on. With irrigation, it was a seasonal work. So we only, you know, work for six months of the year. And we are, our goal is, you know, to expand in terms of, you know, being able to work 20, like 12 months a year instead of just six months a year and keep ourselves busy. And also, you know, to develop a brand and hopefully open more stores and (laughs) I guess start empire here in Calgary just for us. That's really awesome to hear because when you talk about, you know, you want to be able to go and grow something and I'm going to pivot a little here is Mm -hmm. that you've also been working to innovate within just that uh, franchise and you've actually created something new called QQ Crawfle. Maybe you can tell me a little bit more about that. For sure. Well, it all started as an idea that having a drink shop that's just selling drinks, it's just too narrow. Um, so I really wanted to develop something that, you know, friends can actually come up, come to the store and hang out and have a snack or, you know, stay a bit longer and, and just, you know, have fun. Um, drinks, it's a, it's great. Um, however, for me, because I love hanging out with friends, I'm out all the time with friends and just munching on things and, and drinking. So I feel like there's always something missing in sugar. Um, so then I decided I wanted to bring on a snack or a dessert kind of a new, a new um, thing for them. And um, I've always had the idea of, um, or actually made it before in the past, like many, many years ago, um, of croffles. So croffle is basically a uh, croissant made into a waffle using a waffle iron. But then I've always had put mochi inside. Like we, I make mochi by myself, like from scratch. And then I thought, oh, well, I used to make it. Maybe I can try to incorporate this into my product. It is a good combination, I would think. And then I started redeveloping that again. And I worked on more of the recipe and and I put more of an Asian twist into the croffles. So the croffles you're actually eating from my store would not taste the same as just a normal croissant if you go to a French bakery. Um, and then, yeah, and then it just, I started making it. Like I said, my first idea was just to bring something a bit additional for sugar. But then I got so much great review from it and everyone loved it. And that gave me a opportunity to think about a separate company or separate brand. So I started developing its own brand. Um, So instead of just as a product for my customers to enjoy sugar, I started developing the the brand itself and and more flavors and so on. And hopefully I can develop another um, business with this. And right now we are looking at hopefully expanding it as its own standalone product. And hopefully, you know, in next year, we'll see how it goes. (laughs) Well, and that's the start of your empire, I guess, hey? Exactly. So this is mine. (laughs) This is going to be mine, So, which is really exciting for me. Yeah. And when you're developing the, going through the process of developing the QQ Crawfle, the Moshi Waffle, how, <laughs> how painful was it in starting from scratch and, and taste testing it? Like, was your family involved? How, how were the initial reviews um, in creating the final product? I would say it was painful for me, um, but I would say it's quite enjoyable for my friends and family. <laughs> uh, so it took a while, right, um, to make sure that, 
you know, this product itself would, would go the way I want. Um, cause I, I'm not a pastry chef. I'm not, not a chef actually, <laughs> but I do a lot of cooking and I love cooking, but it's just a process of making this in general. Um, it does take a long time to make, um, any pastry chef will know that whenever you're talking about croissants, you're talking about, you know, laminating the dough and using butter and, and taking time to rise it. So it's a very lengthy process in general. Um, plus I add on the mochi, which I make from scratch as well, using, you know, just ingredients by itself and then making into mochi and taking time to steam it and let it rise and cut it up and all that. So it's a definitely a very time process. Um, as I make more and more, um, I'm developing ways to make it faster and faster, but still we're talking about like eight hours from start to finish for, for a product, right? So it is very time consuming. Um, plus to have it ready to be cooked um, it also takes time for it to rise before we can actually put it in the waffle iron. So that's why we have to limit the amount we sell a day, um, just because if it's not ready to cook, we can't cook it yet. So that's why it's kind of selling out all the time. Um, we're trying to, you know, wrap up production, but it still takes a while. So I'm, I'm, I'm still working on it. Um, in terms of family and friends wise, um, you know, we've got so much support. Like whenever I call them, Hey, let's come and I have a new flavor. Come try it out. They're more than happy to come. So uh, that means they're enjoying it. And I got a lot of feedback from them and that really helped me in terms of adjusting the taste and, um, size-wise, pricing, um, flavors, and all that. Like, there was lots and lots of input from family and friends, as well as, you know, customers and uh, influencers on Instagram. Like, they tried quite a bit, and that really, uh, everything together really helped me finish up exactly what I want in this product, and now I'm more than confident, you know, to launch it, and I think most people definitely enjoy this product. Right, so it's almost like product marketing from the very beginning, where, you got your prototypes and you're starting to gather the market data to be able to feed into what you're pricing it, how you're putting it out there and really building that momentum for a good product. Am I right? Exactly. Exactly. So it's not like, Oh, I love it. That's going to do well. It, it, we all know from marketing that it takes a lot, a lot of research before we can actually push it up push this and, and have that confidence to actually, you know, believe in this product that it's going to do well. So there was definitely a lot of input there. Hmm, and that's interesting. So then when you say that you have the confidence to be able to put the product out there, and I think, you know, a lot of people at home, they have a lot of ideas, they want to be able to execute them. And they just don't have the confidence to necessarily put it out there. What built up your confidence to be able to say, this is a product that has legs? I would have to definitely thank um, Chugert for it because, you know, I have a store and um, to produce the croffles, it, it would be less of a risk as compared to um, others that want to start a brand new product without having the background. Um, having Chugert there, it was a good place for me to launch it and uh, test the market. So I think that really definitely jotted my, my, my confidence there and actually just to give it a go and see where it goes. Right. Um, but nowadays I find that ever since COVID um, even for normal folks that don't have a store like me um, there's lots of choices and opportunities in terms of a home kitchen, a rented kitchen and just doing starting from home. So I think like, for now, because everyone is so used to ordering online and um, actually, you know, look, Instagram as well, you know, you're able to get that exposure um, that it would be a good, a good time to start a business, like start 
a small big a small big shop or whatever you want to do because I think there is that market there that you can actually do things from home nowadays as compared to maybe two years ago where or three years ago where it's more of a store um, or a storefront right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think that 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 but for me definitely having sugar there it's it's a great it really helped me a lot Mm-hmm. And even through the pandemic, you had to manage all the things around financing, construction, right? The contracting to build the store. How did you go about managing all of those pieces? Because to me, that's almost a project unto itself, right? Of just getting the storefront, getting all the training, getting all the financing all set up for your soft launch day, right? How's mm-hmm. that? How, how did you go about managing all of those pieces? Uh, well, it definitely starting like we pretty much had to um, build this business from bottom up, as you mentioned there. And it was a lot of fun for me just because I love learning. I love learning and I love seeing my kind of my baby come come to be. So it was definitely a great um, adventure for me in terms of managing it wise. Uh, I think what I've learned from from school with operation management that definitely helped me in terms of keeping things on track, um, figuring what's A, B, C, D, and just, you know, getting things done one step at a time. So I think my background in schooling definitely helped me with that. And I'm able to um, do some risk management and kind of foresee what, what needs to be done in order for me to achieve my goal. So that was like, if, if anything else, it'll probably be a little more scrambled, but for me, it quite smooth. Uh, we were able to get the renovations and all the licensing and everything going. And it, it was, it, I would say, I felt very, very lucky that everything came to be. We only started seeing, knowing about this brand in April of 2021. Um, so, and we were able to open in September. So that was a mere five months. And it, I would say it was quite quick because it, when we got the store, it was bare. It was nothing there. We had to change a lot of things. We had to do a lot of renovations and everything. But we had some really good um, contractors. And it was definitely a very, very smooth process for us. And then when it came to, you know, training and everything, like customer service is really important for me. And I know it's very important for a business in general. So we hired some awesome staff and I was able to be more hands-on because with irrigation, I didn't, I was able to focus on this during that time and irrigation, my husband was able to look after. So then it was just smooth sailing there. (laughs) Well, that's really good to hear. Cause I mean, Between kids and you still have the irrigation business and now you have the Chugurt Yummy with Kiku Croffle layered on top, how do you go about managing a single day in your life? It sounds like there's a ton of stuff going on. I think you're right. I honestly don't remember how I did yesterday's things. I I don't remember what I did every day because there's so like there's so many things on my mind all the time. Um, like you're saying, my kids. But luckily, my kids are older. Um, they're able to manage themselves. Uh, most of the time, they're able to take care of themselves or cook for themselves. So I don't really have to think about the family aspect too much. And my husband is a great great supporter for me. Um, he does a lot of the, you know, the manpower things that needs to be done as well as looking after the kids and the dogs. And my focus a lot of the times is definitely um, in the process of Chugurt. And I have, like I said, a really great team in terms of my staff. Uh, they're able to, um, like I've trained them enough that they know exactly what needs to be done. And they're able to take the reins and actually look after the store for me when I'm not there. So, which has definitely helped a lot. Um, my majority of my time really is more on the, um, like you said, some of the marketing side of the 
the brands, as well as, you know, making the croffles too, because I have to make them myself at the store. Um, so that is definitely very time consuming. Um, however, I've able to develop a process that would, you know, ease some of the timing, the timing that it requires to make the products. So that helps a lot. And I don't know if you know, on Friday, we're launching a brand, another series for the for the croffles. So it's going to be crazy. Now there's going to be like nine flavors for this product. So I'll have to see how that goes. But for now, it's still manageable. I don't know about after this Friday. Hopefully, you know, I'll be able to continue doing this. But definitely, I'm, I've been able to outsource a lot of the work that I need done to everyone around me. So that has definitely helped me out a lot. Mm. And it sounds like then a lot of what you've done right now is build up the competency of the people involved, right? Whether it be your kids, your husband, the staff, and then really empowering them to um, be delegated with the responsibilities. Exactly. Would, that be, would that be right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or else how do I do everything? I have two hands. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and you're focused on making the waffles. And now you've piqued my interest. What flavors do we have on the line right now then? croissant itself is actually um, a generic croissant that I've developed. The difference is in the mochi. So we have the original mochi, uh, which is basically just, you know, like a very strong ricey, like glutinous rice flavor mochi. And then we have the matcha, uh, the chocolate, a milk tea flavor, which does taste like milk tea, <laughs> and um, a cheese flavor, which is our only savory flavor right now, as well as the Oreo flavor. So those are our six right now, which is our Q, what I call the QQ croffle, mochi croffle. And then coming on Friday, we have a different series. So it's it's, a, it's a still a play on the original, but then we've I've added a um, sweet and savory complex in there. Uh, so instead of just a mochi inside the croffle, um, each of the flavor also comes with a salted egg yolk. I know it's kind of out there, but it, it really brings the, the, the croffle together. It's just having that, that salted egg yolk kind of little savory twist to it. And each one of those flavors will either be a taro paste, red bean paste, or what we call ube, which is a purple sweet potato paste. And those are all fresh that we put inside. That sounds delicious. And for those of you that aren't necessarily immersed inside of Asian culture, salted egg might sound a little bit strange. But really, it provides more of a, I want to say, umami flavor with some salt and, and a richness to a lot of the foods that it's been added to. Would that, would that be a good characterization of it? That is exactly right. <laughs> we do <laughs> believe it or not, it's not really that weird because um, we do have a salted egg yolk flavor yolk at sugar. Mm -hmm. So then um, we find there's a lot of different um, ethnic backgrounds that actually do try and actually love it. Like I would, like when I first said, I would expect maybe Asians would be the only ones trying it. Yeah. But believe it or not, we have a lot of like, you know, Caucasians or, or Indians and everything, or they just, everyone just enjoys it. Like, it, I guess it's not so weird. <laughs> it's not so far-fetched. Yeah. And, and I think it's keeping an open mind as well in, in trying new foods, trying new cultures and things like that. I probably watch way too much MasterChef and all those other <laughs> yes, cooking exactly. shows that I'm always like, oh, okay, I'd love to go and try those type of things, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, nowadays, um, with anything we do, you know, you there's definitely a lot of fusion food, right? And mm -hmm. as well as you need to be innovative in this market because there's always new products coming out you know, that 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 piques people's interest. And I need to be there if I want to have this succeed, right? So right. that's why, you know, I had to rack my brain and really, really come up with different ideas and everything. And, and, and like I said, I have a platform for it. So I just push it. 
<laughs> so how do you go, how do you get into the mindset of innovation then, right? Like you created this new waffle line and you're also continuing to innovate the flavors on it. How do you go about going through that innovative process? Because I think some people get caught up in the whole, you know, getting drowned in ideas. How do you actually make an idea come to life? What, what would be your suggestions there? Oh, well, like I said before, I have a platform for, I have a place to do the, the testing the market. So that definitely, you know, helped me secure one aspect of this, of this, um, this product. Um, in terms of innovating, I find um, traveling to Asia and different parts of the world has really, really helped me in terms of coming up with different ideas, right? Like I said, with my croissant, it's more Asian inspired. So it's not necessarily like a French croissant. And in terms of mochi, I kind of have the idea when I was in Japan about all, I kind of appreciate the, the importance of the rice, the glutinous rice flavor in it and how, you know, Japanese, they really, really love that flavor. And it's really important to them. And having that in the back of my mind can help me develop Develop this flavor as well. And in terms of my 3Q series, which is the one with the salted egg yolk, um, I was inspired by my travels to Taiwan, where they have a pastry, um, not a croffle or a waffle, but just a pastry itself, but kind of played around with, um, you know, sweet and savory flavors. So that definitely gave me the idea and gave me a starting point when I developed this new series. And I would say, like I said, just ex- exposing myself to different cultures and, and everything really helped out. And in terms of the, you know, the yogurt, back to sugar though, in terms of the yogurt itself, a lot of people surprisingly commented on what that yogurt reminded them of. Like I would have like Vietnamese coming, oh my God, this reminds me when I was a kid. And um, that's what my mom used to make. I would have like Chinese that says the same thing and Koreans that say the same thing, or even like people from Europe that says the same thing. So I think every food nowadays, it's kind of more of a fusion blend where it's, it touches, it grabs a bit of each thing from each, like I was saying, background ethnics. And then it just Everything is just like a melting pot <laughs> to me. That's how I see food nowadays. Yeah. And that sounds like being able to expose yourself and be able to take the experience of different cultures, right? Experiencing exactly. that diversity and seeing how that can integrate into what you're doing sounds like it's a really important piece that drives your ideas, right? Exactly. You always have the good, the right words. <laughs> <laughs> so sugar yummy. Located 1224 Center Street North inside of Calgary, Alberta. But how can people find you on um, the internet or your other marketing channels? Uh, right now, we have we do have um, sugar products, the drinks on um, delivery apps. Uh, we are on Fantuan, um, Skip the Dish, Uber Eats, as well as DoorDash. So if you like, you can definitely make an order through them and have it either picked up or delivered. Um, in terms of the croffles for now, we it's only in-store thing. Um, we do have them on Thursdays to fr- Mondays. Um, they're not available on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So that's like my break days. <laughs> and um, those are not available on delivery apps. So you, def- you will definitely have to st- show up at the store. But um, for that, the reward is that you'll get like a freshly made, hot, crispy, chewy croffle instead of a cold one. Um, yeah. But besides that, right now, that's all we're doing um, in terms of our products. But you never know. Like I'm always looking to innovate. I'm always looking to try different things and um, expand my brand and expand the products we sell there in general. Awesome. And if you guys want to go be able to find her on Instagram, her handle is chewgirtyummy underscore YYC. 
And you can find out more information there or feel free to check out her beverages as well as the QQ Crawfle that they have available there. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Ben. All right. Thanks so much. Music is brought to you by Gabriella Shu. Go check her out at hillbrightmusic.com. Thanks again for listening to the Organized Chaos Cafe. This is brought to you by Climb Consulting. That's C-L-Y-M-B. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, or go to our website at www.climbconsulting.ca. Thank you.